Welcome to Hindsight Healing Circle. I am your host, Dr. Tamara Dixon, a naturopathic physician who focuses on mental health and trauma resilience. For more information, go to my website, naturistalife.com. In the spirit of passing knowledge through storytelling, our circle is made up of people who share with us the story of their hardest times in life and what got them through, so we can learn from their hindsight. While I do conclude each interview with health education tidbits and resources, the podcast is not a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional and cannot be considered direct medical advice. What my guests and I hope is that these episodes can be supportive and helpful to those with similar struggles and a reassurance that you are not alone. This is a bonus episode featuring previously unheard clips from our storytellers about the role of music in their health and well-being. Surprised? Well, music, dance, rhythm, and religious practice used to be important parts of shamanism and early medical procedures. No matter where you look in the history of medicine, be it ancient Egypt, China, Mayan civilization, Greco-Roman, Arab, or Indian subcontinental cultures, each contain the use of music as medicine. The Chinese character for medicine is even derived from the character for music, and that character is derived from the one for happiness. These characters are ancient, showing that human beings have been in touch with the healing power of music for thousands of years. Let's listen to the following things our storytellers had to say about the role of music in their healing. When did you draw upon music as a, as a source of healing, so to speak? Well, I've, my history of music goes back a real long way. Some of my earliest memories were standing alongside the piano with my brother and sister as my sister would be playing the piano and we would, as a family, sing songs, uh, which is something that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, uh, my gosh. You know, and they were, they were the old standards. They were, they were great songs. And you actually learned the concept of harmony. And so, and that's some of my first memories I could ever draw from. And, and they bring me back to a real good place. Mm-hmm. And and I've been a guitarist since I was probably about twelve years old, ten years old. Uh, uh, yeah, music has been a major part of my life. I uh, actually, when I was uh, getting the weeds, after I finished engineering school and I was making some money, I was able to afford classical guitar lessons and I was I was learning classical guitar and really really loved it and at after a couple of years my instructor told me that I needed to make a decision whether or not I was going to be a mechanic or a guitarist he says because the two of them don't work together you know you're going to have to pick one or the other uh interesting and and of course I I chose to be an engineer because the money was so much better. Musicians tend to starve. And, uh, uh, but I, I continued playing the guitar through the years. Then the MS kind of took my right hand from me. And, uh, I, of course, can still use my right hand, but I don't have the dexterity in it that I, mm-hmm. that I need to finger pick. 
and just recently I, I started taking online lessons to try to get my right hand back and it's kind of working. Uh, and in any event, the process of, of doing it makes me better, makes me feel better. You know, I'm able to accomplish, even though I'm relearning how to do things that I already knew how to do it, it, that sense of accomplishment just gives your life uh, more meaning. Yeah. For a lot, house music did save our lives. <laughs> it did. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, it did. I thought about that recently. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes a DJ saved your life. I think it was the entire scene, the house scene. So, so diverse, so queer in its early inception and so loving. Uh, a lot of times that's, it's that community. All they have and all we have is ourselves. And um, yeah, I'm making music that comes from uh, a place of love, a lifestyle of love. Yes. Everybody go check out DJ Longstocking right now. <laughs> I don't know how I ended up in this like headspin where I was thinking about like weird, like desert Island questions, you know, like if you could only take a couple albums or like, if you could only listen to one artist for the rest of your life or whatever. And I was thinking about how I'm completely split down the middle between, you know, house music and just rock for lack of a better term, absolutely, because they have provided more emotional release Mm -hmm. For me, I mean, music is absolutely medicine in my life. It always has been. But thinking about coming out of that, like, sense of shame and, you know, sort of dissociation and, like, self-identifying with a bunch of fucked up things that happened, I think one of the first real moments of joy that I remember having, um, especially as as an adult, like, where I felt like I was more online, so to speak, and, like, Mm -hmm. less, you know, I more in my body was on the dance floor. You know, I had gone to a house club with a friend of mine when, you know, it was sometime in high school. So, you know, 1995, 96, somewhere around then. That was a prime era of house. (laughs) Fantastic Mm -hmm. time. And, you know, it had to have been about four in the morning, whatever. And I think, I mean, I think my soul left my body for a few minutes on that dance floor because I had never before been surrounded by so much positive, loving energy and freedom of expression. And of course, you know, the music was bumping. It was just completely, you know, what I needed in my, <clears throat> in my heart and in my soul. Um, it's, it's something we, or less, at least the musically minded all know in our hearts, even from a young age, you know, for me, music was a way for me to escape um, yeah. all the, the, the the horribleness of the world. And yeah, music saved me um, all the way from just, you know, listening to Led Zeppelin and Beach Boys as a little kid to Devo to, you know, dancing, you know, having a religious dancing marathon experience uh, in a dingy warehouse with a big, huge, queer, diverse crowd (laughs) to house music in the 90s. It's, um, it's all, it's all so healing. It's a really holistic approach, I feel like, you know, physically active, you're emotionally charged, and hopefully you're hydrating, which, you know, is detoxifying. (laughs) 
you know, probably Um, sweating if you're doing it right. Yeah, it's a it's a religious and it's a really good mental well-being exercise. I feel like it's it's going to the church of love and well-being um, and, you know, from yourself that those that experience, you know, and and you can take it with you. Um, It's not just fleeting in that it's like it's it's there and gone. I mean, you have those memories, you have those triggers you can use to your benefit um, for that audio therapy. Um, yep. Just call upon those songs and your mood is instantly transformed. And you can just save it, you know, save it for when you need it. Just that once every few months, be like, mm. there, there are definitely certain artists, albums, songs that I use to return to myself. If I'm feeling, you know, scattered, lost, depressed, sad, whatever mm-hmm. it is, if I need a reminder of who I am, I know, I know who to put on. And the the more shameless it is from people, the more I enjoy it, you know, because it was like, oh, this was my first cassette tape, you know, sort of albums. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I, I, I love those music stories. Um, And not just that, but getting back to the point of, you know, the human animal, just us naked apes and how we're, we're so social, we're such a social creature. Um, Music is a great way to facilitate that connection between people. And that is healing in its own. If anybody in the world (laughs) uh, can relate in terms of music. Um, Yeah. You know, even if it's just a beat. Well, it's a thing that we share. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm listening to you and I realize that, you know, it's kind of, well, for me, it's like food as well. Like there are certain things that are sort of, they feel inherently designed to be communal, or at least they feel a hell of a lot better when they are. <laughs> yes, yes. And mm-hmm. enjoying something together. And like my best childhood friendships, a lot of my best adulthood friendships are, you know, passing your headphones to somebody and yes. being like, dude, listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just sharing in like the revelry of the song and how you, you know, experience it the same way, or at least in a way that you both find yeah. moving. I mean, all of my good friendships, I think, you know, we're all united by music in some way. In truth, I meditate every day for extended periods of time because in meditation, there's the absence of negativity, right? There's a there's a, a calming of the emotions and all of that. And typically, when I'm making music, I, it has the same effect on me. Or I'll do you one even better. Like, I'm the happiest I have been all day when, when I'm working on music. And so what I end up with is, is feeling extended. I end up with extended moments of deep, satisfying joy. When I'm making music, uh, I, I do feel the most joy, like true joy, you know, in that room. Yeah, music, uh, everybody finds their own thing uh, to sort of get them through <laughs> and to help understand themselves. And I've definitely learned a lot about myself uh, through music, uh, not just listening to it, listening to it and sharing it, but also creating it. Um, definitely getting to love and know myself and care for myself and become uh, a a true self ended up giving me the ability to make a truly unique sound because it's me. So that's, that's something even in terms of an artist uh, to just really get, get balanced and love yourself and get centered 
uh, will help you really have a unique, uh, a unique voice in the art world. It's, Im- it's important for people to hear, you know, authenticity is, I think, probably one of the most valuable things yes. we have. Yes. And sometimes you don't, I mean, when it's, it's proven, I think, more when you're faced with the opposite. You know, you can you can feel out when someone is not comfortable, when they're pretending, when they're trying too hard to be anything different than than what they are. And uh, you come with your authentic self. Yes. Lay them out on the floor and let me see. Let me see what you got. Like, I can work with that. I can work with honesty. Yes. But, you know, all of the just hide, hiding doesn't get us anywhere. And as a good friend of mine said, um, secrets make us sick. Yes. And just let just truth it all out. Because anything that you're denying that you're hiding that you're lying about, we you know, other people can feel it. Yeah, you can feel it. It's just in the way. Yeah. I love your point about like, just inauthenticity, how you're just no, like, nope. And I mean, how honest can a person be if they're not being honest with themselves? Um, yeah. I I can't say, but I, I don't want to run around in circles trying to figure them out. I think at this point in my life, um, that's really all I can stomach is yep. uh, authentic connection. and Growing that true authentic person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, the view of music as therapy was always influenced by the view and understanding of disease and what caused it at the time. It wasn't until the late 19th and early 20th century where the scientific foundations of medicine were established that the foundations of music as therapy progressed from being not very scientific at all to a soft science and now to an actual neurological brain science. There is now research in music therapy documenting how music can help patients with all sorts of things. There are studies showing that music therapy is effective for recovering from surgery and strokes, for alleviating depression, anxiety, and symptoms of Parkinson's disease, for lowering blood pressure, decreasing pain, improving physical therapy, and rehab. It's also shown to be helpful for assisting social interactions for people with autism spectrum disorders. The message here is not to underestimate the power that music can play in transforming your physical and mental state. This is your host, Dr. Tamara Dixon. Thank you for listening and for joining us in the Hindsight Healing Circle. 